Welcome everyone to the monthly movie dispatch, the movie the movie review show for friends you can trust. Every week we broadcast and review a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. Talk. Okay, I'm ready Pardon, when you I are. I totally screwed. I totally screwed you over. I just I just hit go. I just hit the okay, go here button, we go. and I didn't tell you that we were going. So here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show from friends you can trust. Every week, we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies since we were in high school, and we aim to bring you honest conversation on relevant cinema. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Brandon, and with me is Sean, my co-host. I am your saboteur. Hey. That is true. And together we will be reviewing the film Free Guy. Uh, this is the new film by Sean Levy. Uh, it came out maybe about a week ago, but we're going to dive into it on this episode. Um, I thought there was some like kind of interesting pre-information going into this. Uh, one big thing I wanted to bring up is this movie Free Guy was affected really heavily kind of by the pandemic. It's one of those like major movies that was stuck in delayed hell throughout the last over a year. I remember seeing trailers for this movie a long time ago because yeah. this is supposed to be like a summer blockbuster for 2020. So mm-hmm. they were advertising it, like I swear, like 2019. Um, and then it just vanished off the face of the earth because of uh, the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it got delayed like four times because being like that early i think it was supposed to come out in june 2020 and they pushed it off until the winter because the pandemic was supposed to be over by then um and as it got closer to that they realized it wouldn't work um they pushed it off after that until 2021 spring um Mm. and then again until late summer to finally get to where we are yeah um, um, one th- interesting thing I just looked up that is uh, Disney actually acquired Fox um, on March 20th, 2019. So um, I don't know what, three months or so before this movie was set to release. And um, that actually. Wait, 2019 or 2020? 2019. March 20th, 2019. So okay, so before well, well before it's supposed to be released then. Yes, before, but um, certainly not before uh, the pandemic and everything. No, certainly not before this. The movie was shot and probably ha- mostly fully edited, and okay. uh, and there's a, that's kind of interesting because there's some stuff in this movie that uh, reflects that that um, acquisition by Disney. That shift. Yeah, yeah I'll be actually. I'm kind of curious as to what you mm-hmm. think that was. Um, but let's let's try not to forget once mm-hmm. we actually dive into yeah. here. Um, I don't know, but the the box office has been interesting in this movie. It came out. Um, uh, it's been out for two weekends now, mm-hmm. um, and it did pretty well. Yeah, it's, I mean, I um, I watched um, charts with Dan um, Dan Merle's uh, yeah. kind of sh- YouTube show. Um, and yeah, he uh, he was just kind of talking about how the movie did. Um, I don't I don't think the movie did particularly well for like um, for a normal year, but it's it is showing some some promise for um, for a pandemic year. It it pretty dramatically outperformed most estimates uh, for yeah. its opening weekend, and it seems to be holding pretty strong. Um, and the movie, <clears throat> it's getting 
it's well reviewed and it has really good word of mouth. Um, people really seem to be enjoying it. And, um, I mean, yeah. and this, this hasn't been the case for every movie this summer. Um, it's not like we're coming out of the pandemic yeah. and everything's great for the box office. So it, it is, um, it is interesting that it didn't fully affect this movie and that this mm -hmm. one seems to be standing out and yeah. people are actually going to see it. Yeah. Um, because there has been some other unexpected flops, um, in the previous, like, you know, I mean, just, or two. just a couple of weeks ago, uh, yeah, uh, the Suicide Squad. I don't know if mm -hmm. I don't know if they're officially calling it a flop, but it it definitely didn't um, perform the yeah. way that and they I were mean, there's, thinking there's and so they many, were hoping. There's so many factors. Like, and I found out at the last minute that this movie actually wasn't available for streaming, and you had to go and see it um, in person. Yeah. So theaters theater release only. Um, so that's actually different from a lot. That's of... another reason why the box office could have been doing good because yeah. unlike and the Suicide Squad, I did watch it at home and had a great time watching that with friends in my, mm -hmm. you know, in my apartment. Yeah, um, and I, I know forced to go out and watch it. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting. It's a really interesting time right now because um, I know a lot of most movies they don't release the uh, streaming numbers for for their simultaneous mm -hmm. releases. So that we all everyone knows the box office numbers. But most movies, you don't know the at-home numbers. And every once in a while, they release it. Like Disney's released it a couple times for, um, oh, shoot, what was their last big movie? Um, <laughs> what was Disney's last big movie? Uh, it's, uh, the Mar Marvel movie, um, uh, Black Widow. Okay. Um, okay. I, they they released that, and, and a lot of people were – we're speculating that the reason they chose to release the uh, Disney Plus pri premium, premier. whatever premiere, yeah, premiere premium um, numbers is because the the theater the box office numbers were a little underwhelming. Not not totally underwhelming, but they were a little underwhelming, and they they didn't want the the image of them releasing a big Marvel movie flop. So, yeah. um, and that makes sense. No, they a... need to kind of save their name there. Yeah. But I mean, I honestly, like, I feel it like, uh, everyone, everyone thought like movies would bounce back and obviously yeah. the quarantine isn't fully over yet, but I like, I, as like someone who loves going to the movies and loves going to the movie theaters, like just my, my mindset has been changed about what, how I want to like experience a movie my level of effort of like traveling mm -hmm. um, to go see something and is it yeah. going to be worth it? And a movie like free guy, honestly, the suicide squad, I should have saw in theaters except for at a good kind of party with friends made up for it. But mm -hmm. there's movies now that I just, I'll just see at home because I don't want to be on the subway for 50 minutes um, just to go see a film. That's yeah. That's uh, a long, I don't know. My mindset's changing and I, I love movies. So I can't imagine the mindset of calm, like more normal movie watching people. Um, what their mindset is at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's obviously there's a lot of talk and it's hard to know how the pandemic is affecting which movies. And, you know, we yeah. all know that it is having an effect, but, you know, like um, Delta, like right when, around when um, uh, the Suicide Squad released, the Delta variant was really on the rise and it's still obviously on the rise, but that was big news at the time. You know, it was that was, and it Big still news is. That week. Yeah, it was just kind of that week, and so I, you wonder, did it, you know, 
make a lot of people not want to go out. Whereas that's kind of our short attention span is it's kind of old news now. And, uh, and, so, and leave yeah. it to Disney to being the one yeah. production studio to have a big yeah. like box office film this summer and mm-hmm. to do really well with free guy. So yeah. of course they, I don't know. They always seem to make the most money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're doing just, it again. I mean, I don't know how to explain this other than, a, a bit of luck but it, it's it's a you know it's also probably the kind of movie but it actually isn't even their movie it was uh you know 20th century yeah. fox's movie they and they just acquired it acquired it and released it so speaking yeah. of acquiring properties that are not your own mm-hmm. segues right into a big plot point of free guy yeah um so let's jump into the movie uh free guy so this is kind of Ryan Reynolds' uh, big project. He just kind of like Daredevil. He really spearheaded this. Um, uh, he executive produced it. Deadpool. Sorry, you what? said da- you said Daredevil. Yeah. Deadpool. Oh, uh, dead Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool Daredevil. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like Deadpool. Um, he kind of like really spearheaded this. I mean, he he has his like style and character and his level of comedy all over this movie, mm. um, just like Deadpool. Um, but it was directed by Sean Levy, um, who's produced things, but I didn't see too big he, of a director. He has a past. directorial presence. He, it looks like he mostly did, uh, has done, uh, a lot of t- TV and there's yeah. a lot of like rom romantic comedies. He also, uh, okay. he was involved in, um, um, stranger things, uh, okay. He directed eight episodes and produced some Stranger Things yeah. actors in here that I noticed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he he hit big with this one. That this mm-hmm. is this biggest movie to date, and obviously he's doing pretty good with it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was scared to death after what happened the last year and a half to his his baby of a film that he'd been mm-hmm. working on probably for a long time. But uh, this is starring Ryan Reynolds, uh, Jody Comer, and Taiko Watiti. Uh, among many other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, plot description. A bank teller discovers that he's actually an NPC inside a brutal open-world video game. Um, so let me throw it off to you, Sean. Uh, yeah. I think we might have a little bit different takes on this film, but how, how did you how did you enjoy it? What did you think? Um, yeah, you know, I thought it was a bunch of fun. Um, I, you know, I have a lot uh to say about problems that i had with it and it was pretty silly and it was was pretty underwhelming in a lot of ways and uh um so you liked it i i did like it i thought it was quite delightful um i thought the uh the you know the world was a lot of fun and honestly a a little bit in spite of myself i i quite enjoyed it um Mm -hmm. I thought that delightful might be it's pretty good word. I think that I add every front this movie's trying to be delightful. Yeah. It's um it's not trying to push anyone's buttons. It's not trying to it's not trying to get in your face. It's just like it's just trying to be fun. It's um <clears throat> and it's a nice little story and it's cute and and Ryan Reynolds is uh is an endearing character. Um Ryan Reynolds and I, I feel like he is playing the exact same character as he does in, um, I keep yeah. wanting to say Daredevil, in Deadpool. Uh-huh. Um, 
just like the same sarcastic a PG guy. thirteen version of Deadpool. Although, although yeah, you know, and he has like the same vocal inflection uh-huh. as he oh, does yeah. in Deadpool, which yep. it can't be the way he talks all the time. Uh, there's just no way. Uh, it's the same in that that cell phone commercial. It's the same character, mm-hmm. and so uh, I just think. Yeah, he's like just fish out of water most of uh, this movie, and it's it's easy, it's light. Uh, some would say it's delightful, mm-hmm. uh, and the movie's just trying to be pleasant from beginning to end. I guess it's yeah. super harmless, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just trying to be a good time and not um, not make anyone hate it mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Yeah, uh, and I think like. I think there's a lot of really fun um, casting choices too. Um, one I actually, I honestly didn't recognize her a little bit in this movie. Jodie Comer, who is uh, Liberty Bell uh, in Glow and and uh, um, what is it? The Hunt. She's the main character from The Hunt, I believe. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, I for some reason there was something about her in this movie, maybe because she was. Uh, wearing less makeup or something uh but yeah i i kind of didn't i didn't place her for some reason i and she the she's the programmer lead yeah she was the the love interest millie the lead um you mentioned taika waititi who's just a ton of fun every time you see him uh and he has a lot of fun energy in this movie little rel Mm -hmm. howry um, is really good and everything. And then you mentioned uh, Stranger Things, Joe Keery, who is um, who is the, He's the uh, brother, or no, the, no, the, the boyfriend the, of yeah, the sister. Yes, yes, the one, not the brother, but the other one of that love triangle. Yeah, from yeah. the <clears throat> from that group. Um, and then, um, yeah, so it had a really fun cast, and there's a lot of other other people in here that were really fun. So, uh, uh, One thing that really stood out to me in the movie as a plus is the CGI was great. Mm-hmm. For just an action comedy, I think there was a lot of good detail. Maybe just shit is getting easy for people to do. And yeah visual effects nowadays because i mean i was looking at the budget it is expensive but it's like 115 million yeah but this movie was like non-stop mm-hmm. um cgi and i think it was styled really well um i think it looked really clean uh for the most part and there's actually some parts where they like went above and beyond and it was like actually really had some like mm-hmm. unique visuals yeah i don't think you know it definitely did have some style i don't think it really was pushing pushing the envelope in any real way but it was there were some nice shots that were that looked expensive and you know long continuous shots of um, Mm -hmm. i think even what it was the opening of this movie or or one of the opening looked clean yeah with uh like like, slow motion the rockets the explosions mm-hmm. yeah it was a long single shot mm-hmm. and yeah it looked it the looked cars good. the all the cgi cars and the traffic like blowing uh-huh. up around him and hitting the car and mm-hmm. yeah i was just impressed overall with like the level how far they went with mm-hmm. the cgi in just an action comedy yeah definitely like this was like um disney marvel superhero yeah. level of but needed that kind of budget yeah. in order to I mean, fulfill what they wanted I, I will say, like, um, 
in comparison, the Suicide Squad, which was also a heavy action yeah. comedy, heavy CG action comedy, cost like twice as much as this movie did. Mm-hmm. Um, the CGI and the Suicide Squad, not to just go on a tangent, was fucking yeah. perfect. Yeah. So maybe it was movies that, like it wasn't uh, quite at that level, no. but no, definitely wasn't quite but, at that level. But it it definitely was impressive, you know, pretty pretty impressive, and it's really cool that. That a you know, there's been actually several uh, you know superhero other other properties that have done the action comedy thing like um, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Thor. Okay. You know, there's there's been several, but they've all been kind of um, Marvel comic book movies, and mm-hmm. it's it actually is pretty cool that this movie was. You know, original original property, and and uh, they took a shot on it, and it. I hope it pays off and continues to pay off. Um, And yeah, I mean, Disney's got to make their money, so. Yeah, I I think what my my impressions of the movie is, like, I don't I don't fault anyone for liking it because it is so likable. But Mm -hmm. I think I just got into a state after the first like twenty minutes or maybe half hour of just eye-rolliness in how and how like simple everything was mm-hmm. and just how likable they wanted everything to be like yeah. there was so few risks in this movie like every character every problem Taika Waititi the villain what he stood for the like morals and lessons just everything mm-hmm. was so simple and been there done that um I actually felt a lot of this with Coda on more of a drama scale and in this movie i just felt like that on an action comedy scale Mm -hmm. i wasn't necessarily even laughing really at all there's maybe a couple parts honestly like i remember this um when he uh one of the background characters kills somebody and he like bobs up and down and like what do you call it? Nut Drake? What is it? Oh it's yeah. Like, um, tea bag. Yeah. He just tea bags him in the background. I was like, that gave me a chuckle, but yeah. literally other than that, I don't think anything was really that yeah. funny. It was just kind of pleasant enough to mm-hmm. like enjoy. Yeah. Um, I'd agree with that. And, and the action while the CGI looked good and maybe that opening shot was probably the coolest thing I saw in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing really that, interesting about any of the action Mm -hmm. so in an action comedy when both of those are pretty basic um it's just not really a movie i'm gonna really tell anyone to go see yeah um yeah i i that's the thing i i there's i'm not going to disagree with really anyone's opinion on this movie um Mm -hmm. i i thought i enjoyed it um i had fun with it I, i actually you know, it was del- it was nice. Um, I thought the characters were nice and delightful. Um, I liked the relationship um, between mm-hmm. Guy and um, Millie, uh, the love interest, and there were a, a few nice little uh, story turns. I don't even want to say twists, but it was it was little little shifts. Let's let's um, let's that, get in let's get into those because we've now both said our overall thoughts mm-hmm. um and yeah now might as well move into spoilers move into individual story points um let's hit it yeah definitely uh what are what are some of those like so yeah stop watching it if you haven't seen it because we're going to talk about individual spoilers 
Tell me what. Tell me what. Uh, what twist did you? Well, the the, the kind of twist of of that the whole journey is kicked off by guy seeing this girl and you know love at first sight, which is a you know kind of an obvious basic trope. But I, the the kind of turn that it it took is when you realize that that was programmed into him by his programmer. Because he was also he was in love with also liked that girl yeah mm-hmm. in in love with with his just a clever partner. like full circle yeah um, um, written story beat mm-hmm. yeah and like all the and and he was even kind of um, all the things that that were kind of made him kind of perfect for her uh, he loved bubblegum ice cream I think there was another couple like the the song there was a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. that made her notice him that was that was kind of a nice little turn um mm-hmm. and uh ha- having said that i i don't think the that uh the those two characters that that relationship was well set up or well established between the millie and the the other programmer guy the real guy not guy mm-hmm. i shouldn't say guy they had known each other they're They've been yeah. programming with each other their whole lives, but they uh, were just friend zoned each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. like, and it was also there was a cliche uh, trope of, um, you know, he's in love with her, and she didn't even notice him, never even thought of him that way. And then when she realizes that he is in love with her, then she thinks of him that way, and and then they're and both just in yeah, love with each the, other yeah. instantly. Yeah, um, so that definitely didn't work for me but there was a couple you know a couple nice things i like the idea of of the um you know the big company buys the little company and uh uses their code but you know uses their code illegally to avoid paying royalty like that was kind of an interesting plot that um i haven't really seen before it's it's kind of a newer there, one, one because there's one gaming. part of that that was really bugging me um they added like an extra line the fact that it was actually that he actually just purchased it mm-hmm. and they just they just sold it to him and, and they sh- i feel like they just shouldn't have had that in the movie because they, it was one argument that the the main couple had at the beginning when they're trying to explain this whole mm-hmm. drama of the um uh the court lawsuit that she's trying to file and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you didn't need to tell us that he just bought the company from you and you willingly sold it to him for money mm-hmm. to begin with. And now you're like constantly in regret or they didn't really explain no. anything. Actually, after I that, thought that was, but... that was well explained. Uh, it was, he bought the company and he owed them. Ro- so he bought the company and he bought the game from them yep. with the intent yeah. of releasing it. And they mm-hmm. were going to supposed to make royalties off of that released game. But he ended up shelving it and not releasing it according to him. And so they didn't get any royalties for the game, but he took their wow. game and used the code and it you know as we find out he took the game used the code used the whole ai algorithm to create a different game so that he didn't have to pay them royalties (laughs) missed it (laughs) um wow that sounds like a perfect explanation yeah okay 
And that's it's kind I of a clever. I, I actually, you know, that's a kind of a clever premise for for. A, why? A, so know, why I, was I the like guy that. just casually working for him without like being um, upset about this? Well, thing? he was upset, and you know, he. I assume Taika Waititi buys the company, um, and usually when you position. buy a company, you yeah, yeah when you I when got you that. acquire yeah he and he yeah he kept his position in the company, and the girl was like, no, screw code, this. Maybe. No, I mean, yeah, because uh, it's a job, and yes, yeah. you know, working for a gaming company, um, making pro- seemingly lots of money there. But the girl um, chose not to go because she was upset about the whole thing, and yeah. So okay, okay, I thought Great that actually explanation. Worked, worked pretty well. I missed. I definitely missed something. Do you have to go to the bathroom? Maybe. I did go to the bathroom once and I left my headset on while I did. I didn't pause Uh, the movie, uh, Um, but maybe I stopped paying attention. Uh, And, you know, there's kind of some, I don't know, messaging of, I liked that they were, you know, taking jabs at like Grand Theft Auto, the dumbest like games that I think are so dumb. I kind of hate, you know, poking fun at releasing sequels, which is a, big thing in games with with um you know Call i did i like just... i like taika wati yeah so so it's it's fine but like it had just like the most like um simple what's the like galaxy brain like meme you see online where it's like mind blown oh, yeah. and it's yeah. just like no like this is the most basic yeah. thing you think yeah. about in second grade that you're putting uh, the script yeah so i i just that was kind of my issue with it. And like Taika Waititi does sum it up pretty well with that. Mm. Um, yeah. Why would Kentucky I? Kentucky fried chicken. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you like Kentucky fried chicken. I yeah. make it. Why yeah. don't I just keep giving it to you? Yeah. As a, and and I'm just why like, would I make uh, someone's turkey shack when. And I kind of agree with Taika Waititi in that. Yeah. Because like the, the like second grade mindset is just like, sequels are bad. Sequels yeah. are dumb. Make your own art. Like yeah. be unique, stand out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and so, yeah. And so the it's, masses it just, are hard to uh, deny yeah. what the masses But you want. know what, Sean, they released the beautiful artistic game and guess what? Did everyone, it, you think it was successful? Actually, everyone, they said it was because everyone actually oh, yeah. wanted the artistic yeah. game. Did you know that? I didn't um, know that. Because there's lots of artistic games and people, well, some people want them, and they they, and a lot, them good. they make a lot of money. Uh, but I was, I, I will, games aren't like run by these monolith corporations uh-huh. that ruin everything. Yeah. And there's also there's a lot of data out there that does show that there's plenty of people who want to, yeah, play good games, watch good movies, and mm-hmm. enjoy good art. And they do, and uh, it's, it's just most people just want to go for that that simple thing but i i will say like you know they, they've been talking about this how beautiful this game is the whole movie and they they talk it up so much and then i gotta say that that game looked really dumb looked awful <laughs> i don't know Instead what of the join the ai why don't you just, just watch, watch them interact with that. each other just watch what is that what are you talking in about? a jungle fairy butterfly I, grassy land yeah i mean i was kind of getting um, I was kind of getting vibes of uh, what is the company that did like Journey and mm-hmm. I think it was called Flow. There was a few, yeah. the yeah. flower game. I was like, 
that's kind of what the vision that I had in mind that they were that that like that's the kind of game that they made, but maybe they yes yeah something I like know that. you mean. And then but in then the end, it. it's just we see it and it's so dumb. It's like literally it's worse, literally worse than Free City because yeah. <laughs> at least Free City kind of looks fun for an afternoon, fun and intricate, yeah. and had a, probably a lot of shit going yeah. on in it. This other one was just like absolutely yeah. like bland. Yeah. Um, besides the fact that it was like a green environment with trees. Yeah. Um, I that's really funny. But I wanted to kind of take my analogy a step further because like it's interesting that the moral of the movie is something that the movie free guy isn't fulfilling at all. Like free guy is the monolithic disney bland movie mm-hmm. that doesn't have all that much yeah, to say that's but the one thing true. it is trying to say is what it doesn't represent yeah. in, from the get-go it utterly and, fails to like live up to the, its own morals. its own message and morals yeah. yeah um totally agree um and i i definitely felt that and especially now that it's you know owned by disney it's even more ironic um cool. Cringe. Yeah, a little cringe. Uh, Disney just pumping out the same sequely shit over and over. But they don't care. You mentioned this movie made money. All their other movies are going to make money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned early on. um, What do you think was some of the Disneyfication of it? Oh, I mean, obviously the uh, the um, Captain America Shield moments. Uh, there is, you know, obviously if it was owned by Fox, there's no way. So yeah, he pulls out the, the shield Mm -hmm. and then you hear the, not even, not only just the shield where they, maybe there's like some kind of rights where, where the captain lightsaber, there was the lightsaber, there was the music, there was the music, there was the Hulk, Hulk arm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, yeah, I think there was the star some star Wars music as well. Yeah, when Which yeah, the is Star Wars theme came on, like super extra ironic with with the message of the movie for sure. Yeah. Like Disney just pumping out the same shit over and over and over. Re, yeah, and reusing all these things. Like, and then they put it in this. Oh God, what a like the balls of Disney! Like they even put that shit in this movie whose message is like. So you know. did you notice the um did you notice the Fortnite pickaxe swing? I in there? Oh, it was like oh, the yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pickaxe? Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, that's yeah. one of the that's one of the pickaxe skins mm-hmm. in Fortnite. Yeah, I, I actually I saw that and I was like, where do why do I know that? And then mm-hmm. yeah, definitely I recognize it now. Um but yeah. So it's ironic. Yeah, good, good point. Good point. I didn't. I. I mean, obviously, I noticed those, but I mm-hmm. didn't know the story behind Disney acquiring it. And mm-hmm. yeah, those. I wonder how much that was like an additional scene after they shot the uh, movie and all oh, that. Yeah. And know? they. They even got. Um. Wait. Uh. They got. Uh. Steve Rogers. Um. Chris Evans. Yes. Uh. To uh, say what the. Sh- did he say what the shit? His iPhone. What did he say? Yeah. He said something like Just, that, which would what the shit would be funny because that's a Deadpool line. The but, movie had some weird Truman show vibes, which was really mm-hmm. confusing me. Yeah. Like the whole world was, yeah. is watching a Why? Twitch stream of the video game. Is that what was yeah, going on? I guess so. Like 
grandparents and children and diners in like Shanghai, China yeah. are just watching Twitch yeah. and care about what's going on with this yeah. video game. I um, yeah, that was weird. Like some NPC character, like what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um and the funny thing is like they were there was even one scene where they were watching it on a CRT TV, like an old cathode ray tube, big box TV or it wasn't even big. It was like a small TV. You can't see it. My hands yeah. Is this being broadcast yeah, live like, on? It's like with antennas coming television? out of it. What is happening here? Um, yeah. The, the like the, the cell phone of the diner was like. The, the most realistic yeah. one because like someone's just watching twitch while eating food by themselves yeah. Um, um but yeah the whole like world on crt tvs broadcast <laughs> over network television they were trying to make it feel like a big grander thing than it was but when you actually yeah. think about it, it's just this ai for one game owned by one company you're like the, this isn't substantial at all mm-hmm. like yeah, and they didn't need to make it a I, global thing. I I did kind of um, I got some uh, Ready Player One vibes a little bit from it. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, like you said, it was way too important. Like, whereas in Ready Player One, it actually kind of makes sense why the game is so important. Like they they build the world around that. Um, mm-hmm. The whole concept is built around that idea. Whereas this one is just like. It's kind of, isn't it just another game by, mm-hmm. made by another gaming company and yeah <clears throat> you know so did of, you know did you know Pokimane and Jacksepticeye and... there was one guy I actually recognized from uh, uh, a pretty ninja. funny oh yeah I did recognize Ninja and then there was the guy with the Irish accent yeah that's I recognized him for some funny uh, Kerbal Space Program videos okay nice. <laughs> nice yeah i mean those those good flourishes like someone someone in there whether it's the director or the original or maybe it was just ryan reynolds is kind of into the culture um Mm -hmm. knew it enough to like include some of those prominent figures in gaming yeah it's like why not just um you know i'm sure they just used their own twitch stream and and downloaded it and got the clip in a second yeah just had them react to a couple things sent them a, a couple lines from a script um, so yeah, I, I thought that was nice. That was kind of cool, um, including the community and maybe, maybe that's some clever marketing too. Maybe they, um, I mean, those people have a huge fan base, and maybe they were promoting yeah, the movie. Like, and usually, movies are used to doing like global disaster movies. You know, they'll include like some news anchor that mm-hmm. like is on yeah. network television or. Um, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, Larry but instead, King this movie Live. Got, and, yeah. Exactly. Um, this movie did the same thing, but with a few Twitch streamers that probably very many less people um, don't actually know about. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think I think you could. I as I think it started with a couple that I didn't recognize, and I you know you, you immediately know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely definitely worked. Um, Can I mention one thing that? Uh, did work for me uh, and other things did work but I felt like I was complaining a lot so I remember one moment that I really liked was um, when she kisses him again and the like branching paths yeah. of information explodes out of the back of his skull uh-huh. as the camera's like panning around them Yeah, um, 
I just thought that was like a really good creative touch. Yeah, that was definitely really cool. Um, that it looked really good. That was a creative way to show it, and you know, um, it worked really well. Uh, I don't know if it it was after that. I noticed that she had those those colors in her hair after that scene, like you know, kind oh, of the, the same color scheme, like little. Uh, little strands of hair had that color, the same color scheme. I don't know if maybe she had that throughout the the whole movie, and I only noticed it after that scene. But or just some little yeah. design touch where she yeah. adopted that progression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anything else you want to highlight? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's not a whole lot. It, the the ending was was okay. I, I like the friendship. Uh, between Ryan Reynolds and and that was kind of nice I guess I, I'll say that too um, I didn't care about the the love interest between the how they ended that love interest between those two characters but I did like that Ryan Reynolds didn't go off and have another love interest or like you know it was kind of like he's got his best bud and mm-hmm. he, he doesn't have a sad story he's not losing yeah he's losing the girl that he loves but you know he's still got his best bud I thought it was kind of yeah. kind of yeah. nice so the version that I watched, for some reason, the last two minutes of it switched to Italian. Oh. <laughs> and I, at that point, I didn't really uh, care. I was like, yeah. I get what's happening. And I just kept yeah. watching it with, and there's no overdub or anything. Uh-huh. But I didn't get that detail about like, does he still get to love her even though he knows he's not real? And now she's found her love of her life in real life. Yeah, um, but uh, now thinking back to the scene where they're looking at each other and then the the cop friend comes in i get what you're saying yeah um, but it was just italian and i was just like all right i get it i'm just gonna like wrap this movie up uh, yeah yeah uh i guess i'll also say like a lot of a lot of what this movie was trying to depict the gaming world and the the way that people play games i don't think a lot of it was particularly accurate or clever we didn't touch on this but we really should have yeah probably um Uh, this was one of the reasons why i was i was excited to see the movie i remember the original trailer in like winter 2019 when they're promoting this for like the big summer blockbuster i was like that's an interesting idea like free guy um Mm -hmm. there's all the explosions he's living inside of grand theft auto and like the trailer looked really interesting and like you could spoof this so well and I was maybe on board with the spoof for like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they just like hammered the exact same um, video gamey joke into the ground over the course of like in the next hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and it just got, it just got really um, tired really quickly. Just the video game spoof. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it worked at the start and there was a couple good ideas like the teabagging, like the guy that was glitching in the background and, yeah, but um, the guy who was just it was running fun. into the wall. Yeah, just the noob running into the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, the like the um, leveling but... system. I don't know. It just like he puts on the glasses and like what video game looks like that to? Yeah, yeah, it's, you know? yeah, and that too. Like, what? I don't think it was well researched. I don't think it was well well designed. I think what they wanted the Grand Theft Auto spoof game to be inside the gaming world wasn't well thought out. Yeah. Like you're saying. Yeah, definitely. They were just like, I don't know, video, video game. Yeah, they did it to the design department. They're like, this is a video game. Do something yeah, with it. And there's there was no clear, in the air. 
there's no clear direction, no clear like vision for what it was supposed to look like or what it was supposed to be. So there's a floating yeah. health kit that you can touch. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe my favorite thing that they were doing was like their um their their home hubs mm -hmm. that they would go to i thought and those that wasn't cgi they actually built both of them uh -huh. ryan reynolds and the girls and yeah. it's just full of like amazing cars and amazing guns it, re it reminded me of when my like derek or kenny would show me their like elder scrolls 3 marwins like uh -huh. homes that was just stacked full of like <laughs> 200 hours worth of collecting items and uh -huh. stuff um yeah but i thought that was that was well designed but yeah there's a lot of other concepts uh, that just no one thought through yeah yep 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 right. yep not particularly okay. well thought through not particularly well written but it was nice it was fun how many stars are you giving it maybe probably three and a half two and That's a half a, yeah to three maybe three yeah now that you get the premise. Okay. Yeah, now that you made, made me think about how everything makes sense. Uh, okay, so let's wrap it up. I think everyone knows what they want to do, see it or not see it. Okay, the next movie, uh, next Tuesday, is going to be Candyman, and Nick is going to host it. So please like and subscribe on our YouTube page mm -hmm. and hope to catch you next time. Yep, I see might you join later. him. All right, bye. Peace.